Yeet is not underground anymore, as they say. Um, and I personally feel like quicker than any artist I've ever seen before, we have dismissed his underground label and slapped the shiny brand new mainstream label on him. Welcome back, everybody, to the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your seven mil on the table, and I'm still saying Tonka host Clay Bonin. I am joined by my, I just walked in with the Taliban co-host, Fiki. That's me. Not Tanner Mavis this week. Tanner's, uh, he's just getting back from vacation, but he's not here right now. But you all already know. You are now tuned in to the number, number one heat podcast. podcast in the world. Come on, man. You already know. But before we prove our claim of being the number one yeet podcast, I got to remind you all, go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Soul Serum. Um, go ahead and uh, fuck with us on Twitch. We're almost at a, are we almost at affiliate? Or are we almost yeah, at we're almost, we're almost affiliate. We're almost at affiliate. We're streaming every Thursday had a really good stream this last Thursday. Go watch our clips. A lot of weird things were said on the stream. <laughs> things that I would otherwise never say on camera got yeah. said on stream, you know? It's just, it happens. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube, the main page and the TV page. You already know what's going on. We on TikTok too. Click the links in the description. Um, this podcast was already turned, but here's a bell. Ding. Today, since we are, in fact, the number one Yeet podcast in the world, it is only right that we dedicate this episode to Yeet's debut album, To Alive. Um, that is To Alive. The E has an umlaut on it, the little, the little dots. I just want to be very clear about that. Um, so Fiki and I have technically already listened to this album, um, we, we couldn't really help ourselves, you know, like this was this is the one album that I felt OK listening to before we did the podcast for. So instead of doing it how we've done on some of the older episodes where we're doing like a first actual listening and reaction to it today, we're just going to listen to a couple of the songs that we like and react to those. We're going to talk about the album as a whole, do our own sort of review um, and then talk about what this means for Yeet as he goes on in his career after this album. Um, so with all of that being said, um, Fiki, what song should we listen to first off of To Alive? What is your favorite song on this album? Still counting. Still counting. It has to be... I think that's just like the, most, the biggest banger. That's the get busy, if you will. And that was... That. Just to be clear, the single off of the album, also the Lyrical Lemonade video was to this song. Um, but it's definitely <clears throat> one of the hits on the album for sure. So let's listen to uh, Still Counting. I'm about to have an attendant just living in the sky. I said, because of my demons, I do what they said. I don't know why. Heard it's a fan in the you, you, you. So then I'm feeling what, why? Yeah, balance in my suit. Yeah, so then I'm feeling that lot. Man, the one that so is that like the one that's on the album? I think that you? is the one. Yeah. What is it like? Sometimes I feel like the singles like we like the single will be good. And then you listen to the whole album and the single falls off a little bit. But this actually, I think 
uh, is the opposite effect. But what about this song, though? Like, what is it? I feel like with this album, like or with Yeet's music in general, I've, it gives me this sense of like being on perk, being on lean. Like, you know, what I'm, I feel yeah. like I'm in the stew with a cup of lean. Yeah. Whereas this album, I feel like most of the songs didn't give me that, but this song gave me that feeling the most. Mm, mm. It gave you that that like uh, up to me feeling mm-hmm. more. Yeah, that I, I do actually see that. And we'll probably talk about this when we talk about the album too. But like this does actually to the trained yeet listener, you yeah. know, this album actually does have like a different feel than up to me, I, mm. I think, as a as a whole concept. Um, but yeah, I think still counting is is like the banger off here. And you know what? The next one, I was going to play my favorite song, but I'm going to we both get two songs in this. I'm going to okay. wait to play my personal favorite song because I want to play the other single sort of kind of. Because I listened to the snippet. This was like the snippet. Yeah. This was the snippet you and John showed me. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is this is the one. I'm so happy that it made it onto the album. I know. I know. Me too. Me too. Um, this was the love and drug snippet. But now it's popping. Let's let's listen to a little bit of popping. I need my drugs. I need my love. Hey. pulling up in here. I'm in the talk of baby. You come show me love. Is he a drywall puncher? That is the question. Is he a dry or is the Tonka too big? I feel like what he's saying with that lyric. So for everybody who's keeping score at home, uh, the the lyric is slide in the coops. We fucked the driveway up. Hopped inside the mansion, fucked the drywall up. Now the oh, question okay. at hand is: is is Yeet punching the drywall? Are they going crazy in the Airbnb mansion and just fucking punching the drywall? Or is the Tonka too big that not only did he fuck the driveway up, but, but he, he fucked, fucked the, the drywall up yeah. too when he pulled in? These are. I think he might be a drywall puncher. <laughs> I don't know that bar. I don't know. Well, I feel like it, when you're on the perks and the lean, you know what I'm saying? You got to punch. Anything could happen. Anything. You're going to wake up the next day and be like, who punched the fucking drywall? Which one of y'all Which one of y'all that? punched the drywall? They're like, no, it was it was you. <laughs> that was you, Noah. That was you. <laughs> that was you. Noah Oliver Smith. Uh, Poppin. OK, so Poppin for me, like I said, like I loved the snippet. I feel like we listened to the snippet a lot, but there's something so satisfying about it coming out onto the album you know it's like it's like uh like new neon on whole lot of red like that was like my favorite cardi snippet and it finally made it to the album and there's something validating about that and i really like the flow that yeet has like in the verses of this song he he's really floating on this one fiki give me a give me another one what's your other my other favorite yeah i believe is your your favorite as well um, can't die. Can't die. Oh my God. I'm going to put in a, I don't have the air horn button, but I'm <laughs> going to put one in right here because that is the other song that I was going to play. I'll speak about why this is my favorite song after we listen to it. Let's listen to a little bit of can't die. 
That is by far my favorite song. And I think I even knew it on the first listen that I went through. There's something so refreshing about that beat. Hearing Yeet on that beat. Oh, shit. Hearing Yeet on the beat. Ooh. when I'm, Okay, we're not going to oh, freestyle. Oh, we can't no. freestyle right now. Not yet. Too early in the podcast <laughs> to be freestyling. Um, but no, but it's so refreshing to hear him on that beat in this uh, album. And also like listening to the other Yeet music too. So much of his music, so much of his production production choices, and I love this about him, but they're very aggressive, very in your face, these crazy synths, the rage, you know, influence on it. So for him to get on this beat, it's kind of a floaty, like he's kind of it's it is like Gunna or Young Thug, who are both featured on this album, would kill that beat i feel like gunna i would love to hear gunna on that gunna would rip it up it's a very slimy beat i would say um and i just i just love the the switch up in it um what do you like about can't die what is it for you i love the ad libs the little baby like ah, like (laughs) it sounds it really it sounds like he got his old tapes from when he was a baby and just threw them on the album his own child like sounds yeah so let's talk about the album overall and then we'll get into the more specifics of it what we like what we don't like so what is your overall feelings towards the album you don't have to give me like a rating or anything but just like you know what do you feel about it so far i feel like it's different than the other Yeet albums, mm-hmm. but also it kind of feels like he brought it back to his earlier music. Mm-hmm. It sounds mm-hmm. like it, it feels like an influence of everybody that he's been around since he's been been up. Yeah. Plus how he what how he kind of like started everything. Mm. If that makes like with his flow and like the way he uses his voice. Yeah. And things like that. Yeah. Versus when he I feel like he was coming up the past like six seven months. It was just a a harder more audience grabbing sound Mm -hmm. so that's so and you're talking about like like up to me the the last album has a lot more of that um abrupt kind of feeling towards it right and Mm -hmm. then this album because you you showed me you've shown me some of uh like the early yeet stuff like 2019 Mm -hmm. yeet and he definitely has the thug influence is obviously there but it's not he's not really doing this like experimenting with his voice and with these different cadences and textures. But it's it's you can see the flashes of it there. Yeah. So this is like that perfect combination is what you're saying. Yeah. OK. OK. We have to we have to like talk about the the thug influence and the Cardi influence. Yeah. on Yeet because it's like. It's very clear that those are his influences, but I don't necessarily think he sounds like them. I don't think in a way, in a way. I th- I think you can hear the the like background of it if that uh-huh. makes sense. Like it doesn't sound like he's not ripping anything from anybody. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah, taking yeah. his sound and then he he just like finds little bits and pieces that he likes. I saw Anthony Fantano did a review of um Still Counting like when it dropped as the single and he calls it uh like a Cardi ripoff. And I'm like I'm like I I get how when you look when you take a step back and look at it, I I see how you would get the Cardi ripoff, but like 
truly it's not a ripoff. It is definitely Cardi inspired. Uh, it's definitely a whole lot of red yeah. inspired for sure. The the weird song structure, the use of like making weird sounds with your mouth. You know what I mean? Like there's definitely a lot of that on there. I think if anything, he sounds most like Young Thug just with the vocal I, yeah. uh, experimentations that he does, which is one of the things that I really like about this album. I uh, overall, I think this is a good album. Uh, it's not like a life changing music pioneering album or anything, but like, like if you are a fan of Cardi, if you're a fan of I don't know Ken Carson or or name any kind of like SoundCloud rage, you know, uh, uh, era artist you're going to like this. But one of the things that I really like about this album, though, is he is still doing weird things with his voice. That's like one of my favorite things that he does in his music. Uh, we talk about it all the time, but on um, Turban, when he goes, Tonka, Chuck! I'm out of having a ghost. Like that crazy, like he's up. He's like, ah, his voice is breaking. And then he comes back down into the low register. He's doing a lot of things, not necessarily going from high to low, but um, like in can't in can't lie, like the way he's doing that ad lib that ah, <laughs> like there's a lot of of moments like that on this album. Um, do you think do you think people who are not yeet fans do you think you could show them this album and be like here's what i've been listening to recently tell me if you like it i feel like this album isn't i feel like it's like dulled down like it's stripped of some of like yeet if mm. that makes sense mm. like i feel like it's aimed more for people who don't listen to the niche sound of yeet interesting so it's more it's more accessible yeah yeah like receivable Maybe mm -hmm, is a, mm -hmm. a, a, I'm trying to think of a better word for that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. People can be more receptive to it. Do you think he knew that going into this album too? I, I really, I really felt like that's what they were going for with the album too. Yeah, I feel like they wanted to be able to like pull people who, who may have like who may have not heard the sound or didn't like that original sound. Mm -hmm. It could draw them in, and maybe they want maybe their ear will click and they will get it. That's interesting. I, ne I never I didn't even really think about the album like that, but I definitely see what you mean, because we should also note that this is his first release after getting signed to uh, um, not Interscope. It's a it's a it's what a is smaller. it? It's a division under Interscope. John, what's the oh God, I'm going to have to look <laughs> it up. But this is his first album that has been released after signing a record deal through a major label where obviously he is going to, there are going to be more hands in the pot than there were for his other stuff. Now, luckily I do think that they let him do his thing yeah. for the most part, but I do see what you're saying though, is that it does seem a little bit stripped down from, from like up to me or, um, or any of the, the other stuff before. I think uh, Yeet was just expressing how great of a deal he got because he said seven mil on the table and I'm still saying Tonka. I think that was him just like, he's like, I got seven mil and freedom, creative freedom. That's what I got from that bar. Ah, yeah. Yo, like sometimes we like to make jokes about like what's like the deeper meaning in like this Yeet. 
this yeet stuff and like sometimes there's definitely not oh, but yeah. like that is an example where like i really do think he is saying that right there mm-hmm. like like i got this crazy record deal and guess what i'm still saying tonka i'm still being myself i'm still gonna sound crazy in in Smooktober, he says they watching everything i do repeat it like parrots and to be honest they can't even do it like me so i could care less Ooh. and it's like that that goes with the with the seven mil on the table and i'm still saying taco it's like okay like y'all can y'all can be my clones but like Y'all are not going to sound like me, though. Yeah, you guys will not get Tonka. Are we already seeing the Yeet influence out there? Or is that just a derivative of a Playboy Cardi influence? I, I think, think? I, I don't think the world's been the same since a whole lot of Red Drops. So I think it's yeah. just still like the trail of that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeet, Yeet doesn't have the... Uh, the credibility yet, I guess, yeah. or like the the longevity, the years, the experience, if you will, to like to for it to be like the Yeet influence yet. And with Yeet's influence too, I feel like it's not just him. I feel like in his come up too, like that scene, the people who aren't influenced by that, they're influenced by like Can Can, Summers, Autumn, true, and Yeet. It's like a collective of 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 a sound. Yeah, I agree. Um, one, one point that I want to make about this album too, is that this is the first time that I personally haven't been super attached to the album order. Cause like, I'm yeah. really big on, um, if an artist releases an album, I should listen to it front to back. It should be in this order, this and that, da, da, da. uh, this is the first time that I didn't really care. Cause I, kind of knew that it would i didn't think Yeet was going to take us on an epic journey with yeah. two alive maybe in the future at some point maybe he, he does. will that would be cool but um but this is the first time that i i didn't care about that and it's not necessarily a bad thing i found it enjoyable i still listen to it from front to back on my first listen but anytime that I've listened to it, like in these past two days, it's on shuffle. Like when mm-hmm. we were listening to it last night or when I was listening to it doing the the outline for the episode, I was listening to it on shuffle. Um, and it's just really I don't know. It's just like a strange experience for me. Do you are you do you care about the album track listing? I don't care about the order necessarily, because when I listen to it from front to back, when I hear pop in, I'm taken out of the album. Because I've heard that song, I've been listening to that song on the the leak for so long. Right, right. When I when I start the album and I start with pop, and I'm not on the album until I'm on song two. Song two. So I like mm. to just start it on shuffle so that the song. Just I like that. Yeah, yeah. Up. That is that is a valid point too. Like we've listened to to the leak enough times that it's kind of like okay, all right. Like I don't I don't need this. It's like I love this song, but like let me get to the the new the new album. Yes, yeah. Speaking of the second song on the album. <laughs> um, that had the Young Thug feature on it. The song is Outside, which I think is by far and away the best feature on the album. I think the rest of the features are a little lackluster. I agree. I'm not saying that I don't enjoy them. I just don't think they were awesome. Like, I probably could have just used a, another Yeet verse like yeah. in, in place of some of these features. I think they're in order, like from top to bottom of the way that I like them. Like, I like the Thug, <laughs> I the Gunna one's okay, and I'm iffy on the, the Young K.O. one. Young K.O. The Ken Carson feature... Oh, and I like the Ken Carson one. I was kind of disappointed in the Ken Carson feature. I don't, really? I don't know. It just doesn't... It just doesn't really do much for me. Like, I, I don't I don't like recognize that it's Ken Carson when I first hear it. Like, you know, it doesn't 
it could have been September's Rich or Young Ko. Whenever I'm I'm hearing the song, but I I also think that might change if I heard it in a different context. If I heard it on some like really loud speakers and somebody's sweaty basement which by the way if you or anybody in the cincinnati area has a basement where we could throw a yeet show party holler at us it, 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 it's party. gonna be a come on we're not going we're not gonna not party um but holler at us if you have a basement um all right well let's let's keep it moving here do you have any other specific thoughts about the album because if not I, I have another question for you um no i don't think no. Okay. Okay. Yeet is not underground anymore, as they say. Um, And I personally feel like quicker than any artist I've ever seen before, we have dismissed his underground label and slapped the shiny brand new mainstream label on him. When he got the Lyrical Lemonade video and then dropped the album the week afterwards, I feel like I'm seeing all this talk on Twitter about Yeet being a mainstream artist now. Is he really that mainstream, though? Do you think? I don't think he's mainstream, but I don't think he's underground. But I don't I think it's like too I think it's too early to to tell Mm -hmm. just because I I would love to see what it's going to look like in a month in a month two months three months yeah yeah i i'm i'm kind of interested in that too it's like i don't think um if you if you if we walked up to uc right now and we surveyed 50 or let's say for the sake of numbers let's say we surveyed 100 people random people on the street do you know who the musical artist yeet is I feel like we get less than 20 people. I feel like it's 19 to 25. 19 it's gonna to be 25 in range, people. Yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. And I don't know if we are allowed to say that's mainstream yet. Don't you think mainstream would have to be like 40-ish people, you know? like Who's, an, who's another mainstream artist that, that we could compare that to? Who's, who's on the cusp? I think... Mm, who's on the cusp? Who definitely is mainstream right now. Uh, you know, the first person that came to mind was Gunna. Like, okay. I, like I, I think I, I think Gunna with the pushing P thing has actually been, no pun intended, pushed over <laughs> into the mainstream now. You know what I mean? Like that, like Gunna was kind of on that cusp before DS4. Like mm. people, I would say more than 20% of people knew who Gunna was, but not much more than 20%. But now I think he's probably crossed over a little bit he's definitely i think he I, I think gunna definitely is in the 60 jack harlow pre what's popping you know like yeah i think i think i think this is comparable to like to jack right after sundown jack harlow after yeah, sundown i think that's where yeah. he is at right now this is the first single that really did some numbers for him he got the genius lyrics uh video after that but but I think you probably wouldn't know who Jack Harlow was unless you were paying attention mm-hmm. to that more underground scene. But also, to be fair, Jack Harlow's version of underground is very different than Yeet's yeah. version of underground because he comes from this scene that we call the underground. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of a weird thing to to think about, too. I feel like if you are... Paying attention to rap and hip hop, Yeet is not uh, underground anymore. Yeah, I think he's like. But if you're just like an average music casual music listener, he's probably still underground. I don't really think he's actually mainstream yet. 
And this takes me to my final point here. Um, is Yeet still going to be making relevant music in two to three years, you think? I had an experience where I was sitting down and I was listening to Yeet and I can see how in two to three years I'm not going to be listening to more music made like this. Mm, mm, so mm-hmm. I hope that he learns from from musicians in the past who have not evolved and not changed in like a positive direction. But I think if he can do that, if he can evolve, then yeah, I think he's going to be a goat. That's that's kind of that's exactly where I'm at, too. It's like I think I will I will probably still like this moment, you yeah. know, of Yeet this this past like. Let's just call it like the 12 month run of Yeet. We haven't quite reached 12 months yet, but let's just call it 12 months of Yeet or whatever. The 12, 12, months 12 of- days of Yeet, miss. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, uh, a lean cup and a Percocet. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck, what was I saying? I just totally distracted myself. Oh, the 12. Okay, I think in two to three years, I would still like to listen to this like 12 month span of yeet but like if he does not find a way to evolve and become a different i don't want to say a different artist but if he cannot uh expand on what he already has then like we're not gonna care because i mean as we know famously the music industry and hip-hop especially is really quick to sweep people (laughs) under the rug like blueface for example yeah Love yeah. Blueface. I not, I will still go back and listen to that old Blueface stuff, but like, if he dropped today, like, if he dropped today, it doesn't matter yeah. because it's gonna sound like that same stuff. He's already been swept under the rug. So, I hope, I hope Yeet is still relevant. I mean, like, look, like even we were talking about the Young Thug comparison earlier. Young Thug, I think you probably people were probably saying the same thing when he first started coming out. Like, this is new. This is different. This is cool. But, like, if he doesn't change anything, then, like, how much more value can we get out of this music? And he did. And he has evolved. You know what I mean? So it's possible. The The path is possible. It's just, like, I don't know. I feel like it's so know. easy for you to evolve because he's such a character. He's such a, like, he, he's such a niche character. He, he has a turban on. Mm-hmm. Perk and Lean are, like, his... To think he could just expand his drug range to evolve a little bit. I feel like it would, it would do something. Take the turb, just take the turban hood off. That's you know? a- <laughs> now you got a scarf. His, now he's scarf his turban arc has ended. Type, yeah, type yeah. shit. Well, what um like do you you saying that makes me think like let's say let's say Yeet has like a like a Lil Wayne moment and like not that I'm wishing this or manifesting this but like let's say he has some complications with the drugs and he has to stop doing drugs like so much of his music is drug fueled like yeah where, where does where does yeet stand if he can't do drugs you know like do you think he can still make music without that i don't know i hope so i haven't seen it I yeah haven't, i haven't experienced that or seen what that would look like so i have no idea i don't think it would sound i don't think yeet could make Tonka music without the drugs. We'll say, I'll say it like that. I don't think Yeet could make Tonka music without the drugs. I think we should just start calling all of Yeet's music Tonka, tonka music. <laughs> yeah, that's what you, that's what you listen it to. It is Tonka music, to be honest. 
We were riding in your Tonka last night, and that that, that shit did fucking show. I got the <laughs> Yeah, let, I just want to let everybody know Fiki has a very expensive German vehicle. Okay, heated okay. seats, premium leather, six disc changer. Yeah, is it a six disc disc nine. changer? It's a nine discs. Can man? Yeah. Do you own nine CDs? Nope. No way. Nope. No way. You own nine. I have CDs. seven. We need two more. Oh, you have set. That is more than I would have guessed, to be honest. I think seven. I own like three. But if Yeet makes a CD, I'll buy it. If Yeet makes a CD. Wait, is there a Yeet vinyl? Hold on. I have to. There, no way. Can we? No way. Is it illegal for us to make a Yeet vinyl and sell it? If we sell it, yes. If we make it and keep it for personal use, no. Okay. Yeet, if you're hearing this. We're just joking. Well, if you, I'll help. Uh, I'll take some photos of your vinyls. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's made a. I don't think he's made a vinyl. I don't think they've made a, a Yeet vinyl. At least not like it hasn't been um, like officially released. I don't think. Hmm. Unfortunate. Interesting. Well, Fiki. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. Uh, do you have any, you any, any closing thoughts on To Alive um, before we get out of here? It's turban music. It's Tonka music. Number one album in the world. He said, I feel like Taylor Swifters, <laughs> number one in all genres. Bro, that shit, fuck, that kills me. I love the way that he talks. That's why I think we could be friends, man. I just like, I love the way that he says words and makes makes up funny Shmunk words Tober. and whatnot. La schmunkum. <laughs> Schmooktober dinner date type beat. Look great. Man. This podcast was already turned, but here's a bell. Ooh, when I edit the bell in, that's going to sound so fire. <laughs> Make the screen shake. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Soul Serum Podcast. I got to remind you all. You are now tuned in to the number one Yeet podcast in the world. Number one Yeet podcast. You heard the man. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Soul Serum. Go fuck with us on Twitch. Do I say follow us on Twitch? Do I say subscribe yeah, to us on Twitch? Yes. What's the proper nomenclature well, fo- following here? is the free one, but sub to us on Twitch also. Yeah, when we get when we get this, yeah, we, when we get we the have sub to be button. affiliate, right? We're almost Before there. We We're almost okay. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow us on Twitch. Eventually, subscribe to us on Twitch. Subscribe to us right now on YouTube, the main page, the TV page. TikTok going up. Come fuck with us. Um, and with all that being said, I am your host, Clay Bonine. I'm rocking a turban, Fiki. <laughs> and we'll see y'all next week. Look, Crank! Look, Crank! Look, Crank! <laughs>